Once again, this is Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy. Just want to introduce you guys to um, how to be successful at the Barber College, how to choose a Barber College. Check it out, Crown Cuts Academy Live. Once again, getting it. Read and love the Johnson City way. Yes, sir. We're back again with Barber College success. This time we have heavy hitters in the room. Sponsored by Crown Cuts Academy. Today we'll be talking about female barbers in the, in the industry. Once again, spreading love the JC way. Can y'all dig it? <laughs> I just had these little smiles. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have an all-female cast except myself. So talking about females, barbers in this industry, um, we have a crew of some top female barbers in the Tri-City areas. Um, I want to hear their voice about why jumping in the industry in the male-dominant field. And uh, Jess, what do you think about female barbers industry? Wh where do you see yourself? And give me a little backdrop about yourself. Um, Jess is she's just in school, finishing up her license. Actually, she's out of school. She's getting ready to graduate. She's through the 1,500 hours. Talk about being a female. Matter of fact, give a, talk about yourself a little bit, and then you'll talk about being a female barber. Introduce yourself, Jess. Uh, my name is Jess. Um, I started last March at the school, and I pretty much have worked in restaurants my whole life, and then I decided that I just wanted to do something different. And I've always cut my brother's hair, so I uh, talked to Craig, and Craig talked me into coming to school, and it's really been one of the best decisions I've made, and it's something that I actually enjoy doing every day. It doesn't even feel like a job, you know? Right, right. So, so to you, what does it feel? What do you, what, are, how sentimental it is, or what do you think the significance of being a female barber in this industry? It's, it's a really big deal because mostly around here, all you see are males. So it it makes me feel very important to be one of the only females around here doing hair. One, one of the few, one of the one of the top few, um, because there's a stat out there that most people don't know: forty four percent of the industry is female barbers. What do you guys think about that? Anybody chime in? Before you chime, introduce yourself and then chime in. My name's Andrea Sees. I'm actually finishing up uh, barber school. Um, enrolled to take my test and get that finished with. Um, August 25th. August 27th, Craig. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> I was trying to get you get there quicker. <laughs> I can't take the test any sooner. Schedule. Oh man, hey. Um, but I feel like in the in the barbering field, I definitely didn't. I've always been intrigued by hair, but I've always seen in barbershops some men-only space. You know, mm -hmm. that was the way that it was always brought up to me. So I de definitely didn't see myself doing this and then was pushed in that direction and found a love for being around the people that I'm with. Because it's not in a barbershop, it's not just men. People think that. And I know, like, most of you guys growing up, do you ever think you guys were going to be in a barbershop? I mean, I mean that was something that was that was kind of like, oh, that's not really what women do. Yeah, there was a stigma, but I think um, women barbers, hey, y'all coming through. Why not? Take charge. Take a piece of this pie. Um, go ahead, um, Angela. Introduce yourself and talk about being a female barber. Let's start now. What do you think? The significance of just jumping into the field? Um, well, with um, I'm Angela Henny. Uh, I work currently at C.S. McCullough's Barbershop. Um, I'm actually starting um, a business soon, and uh, that should be opening up in the next month or two. Mm, congrats. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Yay, finally. Uh, but so... I would go to the barbershop with my brothers as a kid, and I watched, and it always intrigued me. I wanted to know how they were doing what, what they were doing. Um, I started cutting hair when I was 18, and um, I've been professionally cutting for nine years now. So, um, yeah, I did go to a cosmetology school because there was no barber schools around to attend. Um, so that was an experience. But um, recently, I actually discovered um, this waiver for cosmetologists. Uh, so you go and schedule. You've been doing hair for in the industry for five years. Mm -hmm. 
you can um, do the waiver and just take like a test. But um, I guess like if you um, haven't been doing it for so long, um, you uh, have to do so many hours and then uh, 300 school hours is required. So you're going to be licensed as a barber? Yeah, so I just have to, you know, do this, take the test, and then I'll get my barber license since I've been doing it for I mean, and, and that's important for some people, just having that title as a barber. But realistically, <clears throat> what it's called when you're, when you're in the industry, you're called a hairdresser. That could be for male or, or female, being a yeah. hairdresser. And mm -hmm. I think there's a misconception that hairdressing is just for female or barbering is just for males. I mean, we are under this one umbrella called hairdressers. Miss um, Jakia, go ahead. Introduce yourself and talk about what led you. And Jakia is, a, is a, one of my first students in my first class. Um, I'll let her introduce herself and talk about her journey. Yeah, my name is Jakia. Um, like Craig said, I was the first, like, in the first class. Um, yeah. It was just something like, as growing up, you really don't know, like, what you want to do until you, like, actually, like, just, like, sit down and be, yeah, this is what I really want to do. Um, I'm the only girl in my family, so it was like, everybody's doing, like, barbering. I'm like, hmm, maybe I can sit around and cut hair and, you know. Um, my dad actually built um, the school, so my dad was like, okay, um, you want to do it? I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. But it's like, ah, oh. and then things happen. But I'm determined to come back and just finish and just show the world what I can do. I, I think I think it's important because again, that misconception. You guys don't realize when you guys start beasting in the trade of being a really great barber, you have an advantage because men will want to come to you even more because that misconception is thrown out the window when they see your skills instantly. Yeah. And I know you almost kind of get prejudged a lot of times. Someone come into a shop, come into an area like, man, that's a girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. She can't can you lie. Fade? Mm -hmm. well, can, you, can you do a fade? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you gotten that question? Because that's oh, probably like one yeah, of the Yeah, oh, I do ones. that a lot. But, um, yeah, I get questioned that a lot. But um, I actually get a lot of uh, clients that come in that say that they would rather have a female cut their hair. Mm -hmm. Same. Because they feel like they know like what will look good on them, right? So just because they want to impress their significant other or the ladies out there. So if a lady's doing it, then they feel better about that. I, I mean, I've always thought that. I've always thought if there's a female who could cut hair really good and just piece the trade like you guys are doing, you guys have an advantage. You have a distinct advantage, and for the casual. Um, woman, young girl out there who's in middle school, high school, who want to be a barber, don't be afraid. Cross, cross that barrier. Take that mm -hmm. first step because I, I, I know that you guys can do it. You can do it. It doesn't have to be a certain age, certain creed, certain race. This is for everyone. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, just some of the challenges that you had coming into the barber industry, if you had any. <laughs> yeah. I think the challenge would probably be just like getting overlooked right. um we don't get the recognition that we deserve um there's been many times where i'm out and some of my male clients are just like too afraid to like acknowledge me because which is maybe, crazy right that's crazy yeah you feel comfortable to come sit in my chair and i give you this yeah. boss 10 out of 10 haircut but when we out in the industry out there in this world at a park or somewhere at a festival you're looking at me like, nah, she didn't cut my hair. Yeah, like I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe the person that they're with, they'd get jealous or something. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like as a woman being a you barber, know? you you do have to like you have to overcome those obstacles though. Of like, there is, you know, the jealousy and the everything else that can come from somebody else mm -hmm. with your clients, and you have to at least be knowledgeable of that and respectful because I know that you are. Right. You know, like you yeah. see that client out just because they don't come up to you. You're not going to like, yeah, you're a little butt hurt, but you're just like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, it, you know, it, that does hurt your, it hurts your feelings a little bit, mm -hmm. but but you also understand their side. I think there's yeah. more compassion in it with us. Like, I mean, like, because when you go and you see those clients and maybe they're not comfortable enough to come up to you, we've got that compassion yeah. and that mm -hmm. just like, we just, just kind of move it, it to the side, yeah. <laughs> kind of push it under the rug. We're yep. just fine with it. And, and, and that, keep on going. And, and that's part of it. But again, once you overcome that obstacle and go out there and do what you know you can do, hey, 
yo, you sit in my chair, you're going to pay me and pay me like the top notch barbers out there. Not because mm-hmm. I'm a female barber, you're going to pay me what's not my worth. You're going to pay me for my skill. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Because after a while, a fade is just a fade. Your fade is going to be like my fade. Mm-hmm. Jess' fade is going to be like his fade. Mm-hmm. Her fade is going to be like everybody. It's just a fade. Mm-hmm. And then you, you start cutting hair. So don't, I mean, I know that's an obstacle overcome, but once that barrier is crossed, hey, just go out there and kick in the door. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times uh, being a barber, you get a lot of um, a lot of moments with your clients to where they might not talk to their male barber about this, but they're going to talk to oh, you yeah. about their lady and you're going to be yeah. like, this is how you fix it. Yeah. yeah. And you get a lot more That's of that emotional favorite. side of things <laughs> that mm-hmm. I feel like that really is what the advantage is, is the emotional of the security of being yeah. around a female. You feel more comfortable. Yeah. And But then there's also the misconception too. Like I experienced one day we was in school and this lady came with her little boy and she's expecting a male to do service on her boy, on her, on her kid. I'm like, so the, so the misconception comes from women, too. When they walk into the shop, they don't expect women to be able to do their hair. They want a man to do their undercut, a man to do their design. But you're like, hey, give me the opportunity. Let me do it, too. So it's bias on both sides as well. You can talk about that, okay. Jess? I was going to say <laughs> that I got skipped on a lot when I was at the school just because a lot of the mothers didn't want me to cut their hair until there was nobody else there one day, and they let me. And then... When they came back, they didn't want anybody else but me to cut their hair. So. Right. And that was like that weird yeah. moment of just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I'm, I'm just one of those people. I just let my work speak for itself, you know? Like, and I that, think that's the best thing you can do is let people see what you can do and let it speak for itself. Um, because there there are a lot of women now crossing over from the um, cosmetology part wanting to be barbers. Why do you guys think that's the, the – what, what is the purpose for that? What's, what's the reason of that happening? I don't know. I probably think it might be uh, a title. Um, I feel like barbering started trending like four years ago. Uh, it just blew up like mm-hmm. Instagram, like just all these styles. And and uh, then it just started spreading. And um, also the uh, being able to legally use a straight razor. That's the difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. most, most people want to use that straight razor. Yeah. It's it, very it, intimidating at first, yeah. but after you get the hang of it, it's great. Right. You, you almost feel like a boss, like riding a motorcycle yeah, by yeah. yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah what, what do you think, Jakia? I mean, it's like the same thing. At first, for me, uh, straight rate, it scared the living crap out of me <laughs> at first because it was like, okay, I got this sharp knife in my hand. Like, But then when I left school, I did keep studying and watch YouTube. And I literally had a balloon, which I'm scared of because of the freaking pop. <laughs> and I literally like, I kept practicing. I'm like, I want to do this. So I got to get over the fear. And I just got to just tough it up and just do it. I mean... It's really, really good. It yeah, it's, you just it's gotta, you just simple. It. You just got to get over it. So I think Jess was there the first day that I tore Cody's face apart. <laughs> <laughs> My fiance was such yeah. a trooper for that. Like I mean, he I had I, nicks I commi- all over his face. <laughs> I felt bad for him. Right, that's part but of it. But <laughs> the next one I did, not a nick. Yeah, but it's something that yeah, you just it's part of it. You have to learn it. You have to make mistakes to learn from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah agreeable. Um, and, and and just pushing it to the to the, to the next envelope. I know I said, mentioned earlier, a lot of women are, uh, are moving over. And one of the things that I've heard women say specifically about the barber industry, it's it's less stressful having to deal with a man opposed to doing women's hair. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Is that one of the reasons a lot of women come into the barber industry? I think women's hair is just more complicated. I mean, you know this. You I do. do. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. definitely know this um, from where you've done it for so long. Yeah. I... They definitely demand more confidence from you. If you're going to be cutting a, a, a woman's hair, you definitely mm-hmm. want to really just talk it up because they are more nitpicky. <laughs> just be honest. Be, honest. be open. Yep. I mean, be sure. open and honest. I mean, you say that they're more, pick, more picky in what way? What, what do you guys see that? I don't. I wouldn't say you, that honestly because I have had a few males. That's what I was getting ready that, to say. That yeah. are pickier than any female that I've ever I cut. I love. Like you got to go back and do their people. eyebrows. I like people color. that know what they want. Yeah, right. I want those kind of people in my chair. Mm-hmm. I do, and it's 
they appreciate what you do more. I feel like mm -hmm. I don't like it whenever somebody sits in my hair. Oh, you, you know, it'll grow back. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you yeah. want that challenge because it's, discouraging. it's yeah. it, because you want you want to show that you're skillful. You can handle yeah. this mm -hmm. exactly. because the misconception is ah, oh, you walk into a shop and I remember going to a barber shop and. If I walk into a barber shop when I was young and I see a female in the corner, I was like, man, I ain't going over there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And realistically, when you went over there back then, she might not give you the proper cut. But now, yeah. but now, there's no it's doubt in my mind. Yeah, time is <laughs> no doubt in my mind. All you guys at this table and even all the female barbers out there, you see some of their work. You're like, man, you, you, you won't be able to tell who cut it. Whoever you know, it was just that that art and that skillfulness that you taking pride in your work and understand that's your canvas. Mm -hmm. You like those picky guys, and that's yeah. your canvas. You cut every 15, 20, 30 minutes, and then another canvas comes up. You like man, yeah. And that's where your passion uh, comes in in yeah. the barber. So it doesn't matter who's cutting the hair; is how passionate you are, and how much technical skill that you put in and time you put into your work mm -hmm. as a barber, and how great you're gonna be. Right. I feel like as a female, you have to be. You have to be at your best day. You don't get to like have that like one bad haircut where you go like, oh, it'll grow back. Like you have to, you have to have that perfect cut every time. Yeah. Because you have to prove, like, I mean, to a degree, like you've got to be like, I'm just as good. Yeah. As you're, you're everybody not else. That, that pressure yeah. is is on <laughs> for sure. Being a female, I feel it. Like the like the more guys that I work with, I feel like I, I definitely do have to to do something that sets me apart from everyone else. So 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 what do you think that sets you guys apart? What is your style? What will set you apart? What do you work on specifically that you think will set you apart from guys in the shop? Because a lot of times if you go in a shop, it might just be you and another female and three or four barbers. And sometimes it might yeah. just be you by yourself. So when we first opened, um, we uh, we were like, okay, so what do you do that this other person doesn't do? Um, mine's always been, I give a scalp massage at the shampoo bowl to finish off my haircut. Yes. So that alone has just been separation. Like yeah, that mm -hmm. that sets it apart. The extra time that I take on somebody in detailing after. So yeah, they like that. They don't like to be in there for like twenty minutes and then you're done. It's just like the assembly okay. line. You don't, an, want, you don't want the assembly experience. line. Yes, mm -hmm. that's that's the key. I mean, I watched you with that gentleman today doing that quick little like face massage. Oh yeah, yeah. The beer, Which I don't know if you if you notice that you always yeah, do yeah. that, but that's something mm -hmm. that like sometimes you have to make sure that you always hit those points. Right. Because that's what keeps people coming back mm -hmm. always yep. mm -hmm. is those little details that maybe the other guy didn't do. Yeah, they're going to be exactly. like, man, I'm going to keep going back to her. <laughs> yes. Like exactly. she she did that that awesome scalp massage and that face massage. And, and from yeah. the, the the casual observer who who knows nothing about barbering, what you guys what what you guys say and are saying right now is going to be big because you're going to transform some people into. The next female barbers, you're gonna have them being hungry. It's like, maybe, man, I'm not afraid no more. We see mm -hmm. like people from three different perspectives. Mm -hmm. You're finishing school, taking your test in a couple couple weeks. You're finished school already. You've been out of school several months. You get ready to start school in the exception, the base of school. Angela, you've been out of school for how long? And you've been yeah. in the industry, so you have a different. Each one of you guys have a different perspective, mm -hmm. but the one thing that you have in common is that all oh, you guys are going to be under that title barbers mm -hmm. and all you guys are going to be boss faders and and then there's also a misconception too being white someone black might come out, oh she don't know how to cut mm -hmm. or even being black and someone white might come out and know how to cut mm -hmm. my hair so those challenges that you have to face too as well but those challenges and obstacles are nothing that you can't overcome and i haven't seen you guys overcome or done well at so for the casual observer out there to understand is is the work that you put in is how good you're going to be at the end. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. It's not to no one else. So no one can judge you for not being a good barber unless you don't put in the work. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah you, have, you have to put the time in. <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's one thing I try to do is be at school every day and learn as much as I can, you know, because a lot of things in life are going to hold you up. But if you put that time in, then it's going to come back to you, you know, and you're going to be better because 
you had more experience than anybody else around you. So that's one thing that I did. You never stop learning. Yeah, and I try to learn something all the time. I watch videos still yet, Mm -hmm. you know. I think it was exciting just to watch you, like, from somebody else watching you go through school was amazing to me. Because you, even though you didn't know this, I was always, like, over there, like, oh, there's another woman doing this. (laughs) And that's Like, I mean, it was something that helped to push me to keep going when I was having those moments of just, like, should I even be doing this? Like, I don't know how to cut hair. Like, and it it wasn't quite there yet, that clicking moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sitting over there watching Jess. I was like, man, she got it. I can do it, too. If she can do this, I can do this. I got this. Like, and it was nice to have another female in the school, which, uh, I mean, just to be able to give you that extra push of, like, yes, you can. Don't let these boys be like, oh, yeah, we you had can't that conversation good. before. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say to a parent now who has a little girl who's seven, eight years old? Because that's a tough conversation for a parent because everybody wants their kid to be LeBron James or the top executive. What would you say to a parent whose little girl came up to him and be like, hey, mom, I would like to be a barber. That's a tough, that might be a tough decision for some parents. What do you guys think? What would you say to a parent? Take them to the school. <laughs> Come hang out with us for a day. I mean, it's, it's your child. I mean, you always should have like your child back. I mean, when I grew up, and like my mom, I mean, you're always there, even though you have to, you know, probably have that talk. But just let her do it. I, I mean, because you, you, you're thinking about also going into a male dominant field, and you want your child or your kid to have the advantage. So that could be a scary conversation for a parent to be like, man, I don't know. I don't think you're gonna make no money. I don't think you're gonna do well because you, you might you might get overlooked and. Yeah. I would I would try to help them understand that you can make as much as you want in this industry, that it's totally up to you. You know, the more services and everything that you learn, the more you put into it, you decide your salary. So, I mean, you could make just as much as a lawyer or a doctor if you put that time into it. What do you think, Angela? I know you was itching to say something. Because that's, that's the question that most parents will have with their kids. And you want to introduce your kids to as many different mm-hmm. genres or different options out there to give them a chance to succeed in life well honestly uh when i was a kid i wanted to be a uh, a rock star so <laughs> barbers are rock stars right? yeah, yeah i do i feel that i feel that barbers are rock stars um, <laughs> for real. but i was i got into bartending forever and i made really good money i didn't think about going to college i just didn't like school at all i, I guess i just wasn't ready until like my mid-20s so I always had a friend that encouraged me to go to to beauty school. So um, I it always had been in the back of my mind, but um, yeah, I finally I I did it and I was ready. And I'm glad that to say that I have a career now, and that's right. important to me because I never thought that I would ever like really do much with my life. You were gonna be one of those uh, restaurant. Just, just yeah. circulating through the bar, yeah. yeah. Because our I think ind- that was most of us. Because our here. industry, it, it doesn't get that much respect because a lot of people look at the, this industry, the barber industry, as, oh, this is the last line of defense. But what I want to push on them and th- what this is going to help do is show that, hey, you can start off your kid thinking about a career in the cosmetology, barbering industry at a young age. There's nothing wrong with that. Boys, I wish I would have had that. <laughs> that would have been nice to have known yeah. a couple of years ago before I started working in a restaurant. I would have much rather been cutting hair. True. So, so, so what you so what early. you guys say right now is going to be important, and it's going to be it's going to put a stamp on parents out there giving their kids advice on the career path. Mm-hmm. It's very vital. So because we have a an array of of, of different skill level and different and, and different levels that you guys are in, in your profession, different times. So. there's not a time saying that, hey, you need to wait till it's the last option to jump into this industry. Um, Hey, why not be a, introduce your kid at five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old and boy or girl. But I think most parents would probably be afraid to tell a little girl, okay, you want to be a barber? It's okay. Yeah. I think that when we were younger, you know, we would watch Grace and you know, the beauty oh, school yeah. dropout, you know, I mean, that was such a thing in your head yeah. that you were like, okay, that's your like last line. That's what you do is like, you can't do anything else. So you're going to go do hair. And it's not, that is so opposite. Like I wish like 
everyone know that like if you are if you have a passion about hair, right. you know, get into it as soon as you can. Right. Right. Like, not anybody can do hair though. No. Not, not yes. everyone can do hair. A lot hair, of people but go I mean, to school and just like don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about your passion behind it. Yeah. About how much you crave to know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you have to want to get it. This is not a career where if you're just like, eh, I ain't got some hair. You, well, you have to be introduced be to the right people as well. You know yeah. what I mean? You have to show people that has passion and, mm-hmm. and see people who are enjoying yeah. it. If you, Because one way that a lot of people do get burnt out is industry. And the reason why is because they don't put their all into it. They're not see, reaping the benefits from the industry. They don't go the extra mile. They don't do the extra learning. They don't do continual education. They don't go on and pick up different classes. And we continuously have to do those things to stay ahead of the game, especially being a female barber because you're mm-hmm. going to be judged. So you want to stay up on the trends and knowing that, hey, I got to stay ahead of the curve because if you slack, there's someone else who's going to take your place and then you'll be like, there'll be someone saying like, yeah, I told you, I know she can't cut. Because mm-hmm. people are watching you guys extra. They go in the shop, man, is her line straight? Mm-hmm. Can she do a line up? You know, so people are watching you guys like that. They don't say that to the men. <laughs> oh, he got, he can do a line up. Like, oh, she can't do a lot. Mm-hmm. I know she. Well, that's why I like to be like in the front, so that like people that are behind me sitting at other in other chairs can see what I'm doing right there. I think that it's awesome that you guys are actually like out there in the barber shop right now because there is going to be that little sister that's in there with like you know her brothers and stuff and her dad, and they go into that barber shop and they see you guys mm-hmm. cutting, and they're just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, so even I can do this." Mm-hmm. And I think that the the fact that you guys are getting out there in those shops is already starting to make that diversity kind of happen. Like, you guys are really, like, this is a turning point. Mm -hmm. Because statistically, men were very, I mean, there there weren't weren't really any women. But you guys are out there, and you guys are proving that you can do it. And I think that as as we start to, like, see the benefits of you guys being out there, because, I mean, you you guys are going to be that what that little 8-year-old girl that's wanting to be a barber is going to see. And I think that's awesome because you guys are right there just proving that you're just as good as the man next to you. Yep. And so when someone comes in the barbershop and they're like, um, Jess, let me get a flat top. You're like, yeah, I just, flat, cool, sit down, I got you. Yeah. And because you know they'll be like, can you really do it? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You want If you want me to go to someone, right now I can do a flat top. That's, the, that's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, south of France. Oh, can you make my waves pop? Mm-hmm. Can you make a pompadour? Can you can you lace it like this? Can you taper? And when people say those terms to you, they'll try to try you and, and throw like another term at you just to see to cross you up to see like, if you won't know what they're talking about. Yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to be really like, yeah, do, do you want to cut or not? Do you want a haircut or not? For me, hey, I can do whatever you want. Yeah. So anything you want, I got you. If you want me to use a straight razor on your neck, a, a taper fade, you want me to put the straight razor in your lineup, you want me to, whatever you want me to do, I can do it. And I know that sometimes people do do that, cross you up, mm-hmm. ask you the question like 10 times, Angela, can you fade? And I just said, yeah, can you fade a black hair? <laughs> it's, it's a fade, dude. I'm usually just showing my hand tat, and then they think I'm just fist bumping. I'm like, no, I have it tattooed on me. <laughs> I'm pretty confident about it. <laughs> Yes. Really cool. <laughs> so I know you guys. So what's some of the um, weirdest questions you get from clients when they are intimidated by you being a female barber's female barber in the in the industry? What what do they say that kind of like throw you off? Like, man, come on, man. Have anybody ever said anything to you, Jess? Like they walk in and they're like. I mean, I can't say that anything's been said to me specifically, but I can tell I've been passed up, like, you know, when I was mm-hmm. at TaylorMade, but I was around a lot of really good barbers, so right. so they wanted them because they had seen what they could do, right. you know? I had to prove myself when I was there, Showing that you could and do then the same I had thing. people come back to me after that, so, but no, I've never had anything directly said to me. Angela, starting out, nothing... <laughs> I mean, usually I tend to block negativity out of my mind. For sure, for sure. <laughs> if yeah, it was anything sure. ever was said to me, I don't remember. So, Andrea. <laughs> well, you had already talked about that one time. That uh, one lady was. Um, it was actually I was. I was very spiteful with it to a degree because I killed her with kindness. <laughs> she was just like, "Oh, I want I want a man to cut my son's hair." Um. Okay, that's fine. I was actually just trying to figure out what kind of haircut you wanted to pass on to a student. That's that's fine. Um, 
Okay, this guy's gonna cut it. He was he was only been there for like a month, so he was still Less really learning how to cut, yeah. which was you know, <clears throat> and he had to keep asking me for help with like different parts of it. So like I kind of looked over at mom. I was like, okay, I'll come over here and help. <laughs> and it was just like that. And by the end of it, she was so okay with me like finishing that lineup or showing him how to do it that she was like, I don't even know. Like I mean, me and her were having great conversation. I found out where she was from. Found out like all kinds of stuff, and then she ended up actually asking about barbering school by the end <laughs> to come and attend. So it was like kind of like one of those like she was leaning on your shoulders afterwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's part of it, and mm-hmm. and I think those things are going to continuously happen to you guys. And the way to just overcome those obstacles is just hey, be humble and boss the haircut out mm-hmm. because you know you can. You know, what I mean, it's not. I don't think the way to handle this to fight it and be like hey, just to boss the haircut out and just be like and, and hit them in your in your price, I guess. That's one way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you guys, your price should be equivalent to the next guy's price. Or even if you want to set your price a little higher. You set your price on your skill, not because you're a female borrower. You know what I mean? Because you, you ought to be respected in this industry like everyone else. Because mm-hmm. you are going to be great. You put in the work. You put in $1,500 in school and countless years of experience behind that. So why not? Not to mention all the money you put into your tools and everything. Yeah, else. that's that's yeah. that's that's important, yeah. and I, and I think that's one way too. When guys see you like, man, she got all these tools. She knows she's mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. and just talking that lingo. Hey, the sky's the limit after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, like I had somebody at the um, I had gotten done with school and didn't have time to go by my house, so I had all my like kit in my car, and like I kept going outside like looking at my car, making sure nobody was getting into it. And they're like, "Why are you so worried?" And I was like. Do you have any idea how much this stuff costs? <laughs> and like most people don't know, like yeah. your tools are extremely expensive. And I mean, you have to put, you know, a lot of care into everything that you do. And I feel like a lot of times people don't think you even know what you're talking about just because you are a female. I mean, I've had that happen. The guys like, I mean, it worked when I was going to school. They didn't think that I knew what I was doing. They'd ask me all the time. Oh, you sure you know how to fade? Like, I've told you, I'm in school to learn this, like, yeah. specifically barbering. And they were like, oh, I thought you were just going to do hair. <laughs> no, I'm in barber school, so, like, I'm I'm learning specifically. Right. Know, Everything. This. You, you have something? To, to yeah, have? it's just, like, talking about the tools and everything. Like, when I'm starting, when I get back to school, it's like, because I had to find a job and everything because I need to do what I got to do. I got to get, like, a whole kit. My mom and dad is like, okay. And then everybody keep asking, like, why do you keep on asking, like, worried how about much is worried about it? Um, Because it's something I got to do. It's that's, like, that's I need lifestyle. to that's get. Your, that's your career. I mean, this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to do it, I got to do what I got to do. You, so, have to, you, have to, you have to have the best tools. You have to have the best. You have to have great equipment. Mm-hmm. To accomplish what you trying to what you're trying to accomplish, you just can't just throw in some just like regular tools and be like, "I'm gonna give you the best cut." Nah, this, this I'm, I'm this is my career. This is my the industry. I love what I'm doing, so I'm gonna take some time and invest in my tools in my career. And I think we're working back towards that with barbering. Like as it started to trend about four years ago, people are really starting to see that you guys are like, I mean, the value of a barber. Like that's really essential worker. To, it's really starting to like come about that people are seeing that like mm-hmm. this is a very like important position because mm-hmm. you don't think about that. But you know, day before your wedding, day before you know you go and get anything done, you're wanting to go to the barber shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to get that fresh, clean look. That crispy line. Those crispy <laughs> <lines>. <laughs> But so, I mean, it's it's an important thing. Like you, people rent barbers before their wedding. It's something you don't really think about. Right. But how important of a position there is within that. So uh, another question. What do you guys like about the industry? What do you like about the barber industry? What what intrigues you? What makes you just like, man, this is the this is why I chose this thing. What do you what do you like about it, Jess? Um, I would say like how the the, the styles change so often and there's always new tools coming out that you can upgrade to and like I don't know. It's just a lot of fun and like going to the shows is one of the best things I've ever done. And it saved me a lot of money because yes. I got a couple of tools that I really couldn't afford before. But because I went to the show, I got it like almost half price. So, like, it's just really what you put into it. Right. Yeah, the shows are really inspiring mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'd say what I like the most about being a barber is my clients. Honestly, we've just, I've built such a relationship with them. They're like my best friends. Yep, They're yep. my family. You'd be invited to weddings, and um, I love functions. Them to death. I'm so blessed with the best clients. I, that's, it's my world. Like, I may struggle getting up in the morning and getting ready, but by the time <laughs> I get to work, it's like, I'm really, really happy to be there. And it doesn't even seem like a work day, you know, no, because you're enjoying it exactly. so much. Yeah. Yep. People yeah. are so like, surprised when I say that. Also. I feel yeah. like Barbara yeah, is it doesn't seem like, like a job. A, yeah. a, like a hobby. Like, you really enjoy doing it and you want to do it. So it's mm. not really work. It's almost like it's your hobby yeah. that just kind of became getting, what is so your work. Fun, yeah. Yeah. And you, get, you get compensated really well. Mm-hmm. What do you like about the industry, JK, about barbering? I mean, it's like you can go, like, as far as, like, we're living in Johnson City. Next time, we'll probably be in Miami or something with the big time cutting hair. It's like you meet so many people, you learn mm-hmm. so much, and it's like putting everything in it and you putting it, like, to words and your rhythm be extra strong. Your lineup be extra crispy. You putting all the knowledge in, and it's like, just it's create, like people be creating something. Yeah, fun. just creating a whole lot of stuff, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I did it. I made it. It's something you got to do." Be, being it's, that artist, being that that yeah. creative side, just coming outside, coming come out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all seen this article about um, how far barbering has come. Um, I was reading an article last. Last week about the NBA coming NBA bubble coming back to Orlando mm. and how they were choosing barbers. And I was like, man, barbering has came so far because yeah. they were choosing barbers just for that bubble. Mm-hmm. And those guys are going to be down there. Guys and girls are going to be down there doing those athletes here. I'm like, that's just a, what, what would you, awesome. yeah, imagine if they picked you just, what, what would the feeling be going through your mind? Realize you're gonna be down there for like four months. <laughs> I mean, I would be excited because I've all I grew up watching the NBA, so I would love to be able to meet players and just be a part of that alone. You know, because the WNBA is there as well, so mm-hmm. it'll be guys and girls getting the haircut. What, what what would that mean to you, Angela? Just in that in that in that realm, just being picked, just to be like like a like a like a draft pick. You're drafted. Wow. Right there. Me too. Um, I probably feel like I just won the lottery. Honestly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically. It wouldn't even be about the pay at that point. It's just yeah. like the, yeah, the honor of being yeah. like totally. in the same room with <laughs> totally. some of them. Yeah. You want me to cut your yeah. hair? Like, okay. Like, you actually think just that's that energy <laughs> alone would be a pretty amazing experience. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you would you be able to cut the celebrity's hair though? Or that's, what, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Like, I don't know, because, like, you're, you're going to be like, Cause Cause anytime, like you, you can like, tear oh. apart any of your haircuts. Mm-hmm. Like, you can always find, like, that one little thing that you're always going to be like, I, I could have gotten this just a little bit different. You're going to be sitting there with every single one of those haircuts, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to be like, oh, man. Like, tearing it apart the entire time while you're doing it, and being like, I could have done this just so, a little so you, different. So you'll be basically down there at Disney World. Um, the guys will be playing basketball all day. When they get a break, they need a haircut, and they'll be like, Jakia, mm-hmm. need a cut. You got to come down and cut my hair. And what are you going to say when your time is? You're like, I got you. <laughs> then, then, you know, you just, it's just when you get to that lineup, it's just, <laughs> so, just so, try so, not to mess it up. <laughs> because those things, that's like a fun, that, so that's how barbering has gotten so much fun. Now, that's when, when we talk about, man, it's fun. We love doing what we do. And then to the next level, you get chosen to go to like a celebrity house or you go to a recording studio and um, some major group is recording an album, but they need a barber on site because they'll be there for like a month recording an album and you, you get chosen. So those are the opportunities that barbering has for each one of us. And it's just not just for men, it's for women, it's for everyone. So that's why this podcast is important to let People know as a female, it's okay to jump in this industry because there's going to be plenty opportunities for you. It's okay to tell your your, your daughter at five, six, ten years old, hey, you know what, you want to be a barber? I'm going to take you down to the school, take you to a barbershop so we can ask questions. Because this is a career for you where you can make sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars a year, even one hundred and twenty-five. So those guys are going to be making some serious moolah mm-hmm. down there at the NBA combine. They told me that I was their barber. I'd be like, no, I don't even care about the money. Just let me hang out. <laughs> like, this is fun. Right. This is honor. <laughs> like, it's, 
But I mean, that that, that stuff that they're doing down there. That, so that's where. That's and, where. That's where I want to be. Is you, like that's where you guys want to be. You guys want to be so, and you can be. Of course. And you guys know this. Right. There's nothing stopping you. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so that's the fun part of our industry, because um, barbers get flown out. And, is, and you're not getting flown up because you're male or female. You're getting flown up because of your skill mm-hmm. and understanding your skill is comparable to anybody's skill out there. Mm-hmm. So that must be exciting to know that. I mean, that's that's like a next level. Mm-hmm. Because before, most people, it was thought process, you're going to be a barber, you're just going to be behind a chair and cutting hair all day. Mm-hmm. Doing the same haircut over and over. <laughs> no. There's so many trend styles oh, yeah. and... Yeah techniques that we have in this industry that we're doing so many you know what i mean and then you set your price i mean i don't know how many people are working and getting like 40 50 dollars a haircut i mean we can do that 40 50 dollars an hour that's amazing i mean so this industry is wide open with no cap for everybody boys and girls women and men doesn't matter does that does that excite you guys? Yeah, I'm actually like kind of envious of Angela for the fact that like you did come from this cosmetology like yeah. background. You got a little more practice in some of the stuff that I don't maybe get to do. Like I've not done a perm yet. Right. I've done perm I, rods. I've not done a perm out of school. I refuse to actually, but since they're coming back hard, and I got yeah. one like days ago. <laughs> I'm kind of wanting to get back into that and just give it a shot. I mean, like, because I mean, that's becoming a huge thing, and you guys—it is. It's like, coming back, and you don't want to turn down those <laughs> services. And I know that, like, I've watched just next to some guys with the perm rods, and she just beasted it. And like, I'm excited to see that for like being able to utilize that extra stuff. Yes. Yeah. They, we kind of maybe like we don't really use, but we can beast at. Yep. Like those perms, I'm exci- kind of excited to see yeah. those coming back as yeah, much as I hate the smell of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not like, turn down no services. That, that's key. Ever. Mm-hmm. And like perms, uh, I know they, I know you like, you're just like, uh, you hate them, but you're also just like. Yeah, I did. I, I think it, I just got really burnt out on them because they made us do them anytime that we weren't doing anything else we we're always rolling a mannequin like <laughs> those times for hours you kind of you kind of take it for granted <laughs> That's what we did those times you kind of take it for granted but you realize yeah. once you get out man i should i should emphasize a little bit more into that man i should have just took advantage of that time of taking what i needed out of the situation because when those opportunities present itself and you can't do it you always recourse to be like oh man I remember when I was playing around when I was supposed to be doing this and picking it up. Um, I got a question for you, Jaki. I know you're the most, um, you, you, you're basically a rookie coming in. What, what do you look forward to? What are you looking forward to coming into school again, starting, starting fresh? I mean, you, you know, really my thing is trying to do is the straight raising thing. I know it's probably like I've been watching videos because it's like that was my most tempting thing going to the school first. It's like, oh, God, I can't I don't I don't know if I can master this straight raising thing. I don't know. It's a knife. To, but then it's like, OK, <laughs> you, you know, said it's a knife. It's a knife <laughs> in your hand. Like you finna be like with this man. Like, no, Chopped but for up, real. Gin suit up. it was like <laughs> that's the most thing I wanted like accomplish. Cause it's just, just, just getting over your fear. Yeah, just getting over my fear. I'll loan you my fiance. You can't do any worse. Oh than god. <laughs> so, so, what kind of advice can you guys give to Jakia? Just starting out. Just don't be nervous. Mm-hmm. Just take your time and learn it step by step. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that, I was afraid of it too, but like two days after just practicing the strokes and everything, I I was really good at it and I felt comfortable with it. Not, it's just not, getting over your fear. Not, and not just a straight razor, but yeah. her just going back to school, starting fresh. It's really what, getting over your fear. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah, I think I cut myself more than anybody else, honestly. Like, closing the thing on my finger. <laughs> That's going to happen. Doing a, a switch over from mm-hmm. my hand, pushing, and I've sliced my finger like mm-hmm. that, just going up like that. <laughs> and it's bad. Or, like, I forgot I had one in, in a piece of paper and I, like, crumbled it up because I thought it was cool. Cut yourself. <laughs> but going back to, like, just going into school, I think 
The biggest key is just being there every day and, mm-hmm. and getting your hours in and learning as much as you can because a lot of people take advantage of that, mm-hmm. you know, when they come, when they feel like it. It's important to be there every day and, and take in as much as you can and get the repetition in, you know what I mean? Because that's what's going to pay off in the future. I mean, me being in school, like, I, I was actually just what Jess was. I was kind of that person that just kind of didn't show up the way that I should have. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, I realized, like, how vital being there and truly taking advantage of that time mm-hmm. is. Like, because you, you, anybody can show up and get their hours knocked out. Mm-hmm. It's about truly taking advantage of the time that you're given and using it to make the best of yourself. Because if you can make the best out of yourself while you're there, when you get out, you're going to be miles ahead of everyone else. And, and being that you're, you're coming into the industry as being a female barber, so those those words of wisdom, take it wisely. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add, Angela? Knowing that she's just coming in to be coming into school and she has a good nine, ten months ahead of her. Yeah. What, what would you say to her to um, kind of inspire, to kind of keep her on track, to what to look out for? What you, uh, well, for one, uh, be fearless. Honestly, I think um, when you start doubting yourself is when um, you start messing up, but guys switch that switch in your mind and keep going because you're not done with the haircut yet Mm -hmm. you know so don't get discouraged um just you know try to be confident about it and know that it's going to turn out awesome Mm -hmm. yeah and and those words are important because you're not those words are not just for jakeas for the next female barber in line coming up wanting to change Mm -hmm. career or looking for something to to help them move on, move their life towards a positive direction. Because people get so intimidated. Men get intimidated too at times. Um, but it's important to realize, hey, this is the 20th century and we're, you guys are balanced. If, if there's a job out there that's that's to have, you want to get compensated, compensated the same way as a man. If you can do the job equally equal. Because Coming into this, like, you know, you don't really see... Right. Like you, you're like, oh yeah, I can do anything a man can do, and then you go into like starting off thinking about barbering because at some point there's that click, and you're like, okay, that's a man-dominated field. Like yeah. you really have to have that drive to push you, and you, you I mean, you'll be fine. Yes. You, it's all about the courage that you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you will be fine, and 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 the more, of, the more women that come in the industry, we'll, we'll be able to balance it out instead of being forty percent. It'll be maybe fifty percent, because hey, it, it, it says career. It doesn't says a male career mm-hmm. or a female career. It just says career, mm-hmm. and it says, hey, if you want it, you got then grab it, grab it by the horns, and and, and do it well, yeah. and get compensated for it. Um, I think we had a great time. Um, unfortunately, as when you're having fun, as all will come. Uh, there's a time when it comes and it has to be the way it has to end, but um. I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show. And we had a great, great episode today, Female Barbers in Industry. If you have any questions, I'll let these guys go around and tell you where you can reach them, the Instagram, and how you could find them and come show them some love and understand, hey, when you sit in the chair, in that chair, you're going to get a damn good haircut. And you're not getting a haircut thinking it's, it's, a, it's a female or a male. You're just thinking about it's a barber. It's a hairstylist. It's a hairdresser. So, again, thank you guys. and let you guys say your final words before we close. And just let everybody know what you're doing, Jess, and where you're going to be. And then we'll go around the room and uh, tell them to come see you. Give them your phone number, your Instagram, and come check you out. Uh, I'm at Craig's Crown Cuts on Spring Street. Uh, my Instagram is J underscore Shepherd, S-H-E-P-A-R-D, 423. Uh, you can look me up on Instagram. Uh, just come by the shop and see me and check what, out my work. What's your phone number? Uh, 423-794-8594. And Miss Angela, I know you see you opening a business. Yeah. Let's soon talk about that and let people know where to reach right. you. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm partnering up with a, a guy that owns the Art of Escape. So the escape rooms are on the second level, mm-hmm. and I'll be down on the bottom level there in the lobby. So it's going to be the escape. And uh, I'll be opening up soon. Um, it's uh, right across from the hideaway. <clears throat> It's right here on uh, Main Street. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Angela Henny, H-E-N-N-E. Uh, 
my phone number if you want to schedule an appointment. It is 423-915-9193. And uh, my last day at CS McCullough's is going to be August 6th. And, and as well, you guys have to figure out, uh, understand that these women do everybody, boys, girls, um, adults, children. So come show them some love. You don't have to be a certain age, certain creed. They can get you in their chair and they'll beast it out. Jakia, talk about your next move. Um, yeah, um, I'll be going back to school. Crown Cuts Academy, you know. My Instagram is Jakia, J-K-E-E-Y-A-H, four H's. You know, follow me, you know. Just take me out of the school. I'll be there and, waiting on you. Yeah, bring your little kids. Bring your, <laughs> yeah, you're ready to cut whoever. Um, my name is Andrea Sees. My Instagram um, is Sees the Barber, S E E S, um, is how you spell it. And um, I'll be at the school for a really long time. I'm actually going to be hanging out with Craig for a while and keeping him in check. Um, and hopefully, going to raise a lot more. A lot more barbers out of that school. Yes, uh, it's important because Andrea is transitioning to become an instructor, um, which is going to be a great thing. And once you jump in this industry, you're not stuck behind the chair, people. There's so many different things that you can do with your license, like being an instructor. You can be a school owner. You can be a shop owner. You can be. You can get into trichology, the study of the disease of the head. There's so many different professions that you can have when you have that barber license. Because, again, we teach about anatomy. We teach about chemistry. We teach about electricity. We teach about the history of barbering, where it originated. Um, anything else you guys want to add that we teach about marketing? There's so many things that we teach about in this in the school. So don't, don't limit yourself and think that you're coming at a dead-end career and it's going to be a dead-end job. This is the last option. Just think of it as something that's going to be that's going to open up so many doors for you and put you in a position to succeed and do so many great things with a great salary, with a great salary. And in closing, I just want to say thank you guys. Um, was this fun? Was this fun for you guys? Yes, it was fun. It wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was definitely scared. <laughs> scared, of, scared of what? Greg, you, you can just... <laughs> Blank mind, <laughs> yeah. freezing. Are you serious? Were you, you guys nervous? Yeah, no. a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, I was nervous, but now I'm like, okay, let's yeah, go. You wanna talk for another hour, right? Again, um, thank you guys. Check it out on um Barber College Success. It's on um Spotify, Apple, um Rocket, um Julian, thing else, um Google. Um, Barber College Success um, what you have to do is go in any podcast type in Barber College Success and we'll come up this is our sixth episode we do one every this is our seventh episode I'm sorry thank you Jess seventh episode we do one every Monday the next one we'll be doing is on um, Saturday we were talking about mental health in in our communities and how barbers can help with mental health in the industry, talk, teaching barbers how to talk to their clients mm -hmm. and how to get the word across because mental health is something serious. Um, it can propel us to do great things if we once we get it in check. Again, spreading love the Johnson City way. Just thank you guys for coming out. If you need to find us out, check us out at Craig's Crown Cuts or Crown Cuts Academy. If you're looking to sign up, we take students the first Tuesday of every month. If you have a little boy or girl who are interested in this industry, stop by the school. We can give them some explanation and talk to them and let one of these female barbers show them the importance of teaching your kids how to get or start on a career at an early age. Signing out. Thank you. Peace.